I'm Courtney. I'm Joe. And, and this, this is Courtney, Courtney and Joe, Joe Spoil, Spoil Everything. everything. Yeah, brah. You ready, Courtney, to like take on some killer waves and talk about Baywatch finale? Like, I'm so excited to talk about Baywatch. What an absolute fucking train wreck this show has turned into. So you hit a root canal yesterday. Would you say that was more or less painful than watching the series finale? Actually, just the character Zach was more painful than my root canal yesterday. I hated it so much <laughs> the show the series finale was called rescue me and i really identify with it because i feel like i need to be rescued after watching this it was brutal and <laughs> so it said it that the executive producer he was, he was asleep that day or he died yeah i don't know i don't know what happened like, it, what the fucking it, to say i was highly disappointed would be an understatement like We've done series finales before where I haven't liked this or that for, you know, for different reasons. This episode actually pissed me off. Like, I was pissed the whole time I was watching. I was like, and I was just like waiting for it to be over. I was like, why am I fucking watching this? (laughs) Yeah, well, if Hasselhoff is supposed to be the executive producer, like it said at the end, like what happened? Well, he leaves. The Hoff leaves in season 10. He decides to leave. Doesn't like that they went to Hawaii. Doesn't like... Like the course of the show, you know, who fucking blames him? Obviously, look at this A-list crew we had going on. <laughs> and then, like, so they seemingly kill him off. I guess it's like, I don't know. There's some boat explosion or what have you. Wait, they kill off the hawk? Well, they think they do, right? And you obviously watched the whole series finale and, like, they didn't resolve that. But two years after that, they do um, the Baywatch movie, Baywatch Hawaiian Wedding. And so... Like, we'll talk about that later, but Mitch, I guess, was in a coma or some fucking shit, and he lived. So, no, the Hoff is, is he's back on the beach. Like, he's all good. So, oh, it's dookie. It's, I think he just wanted to leave. Like, I don't, but Joe, well, there was, okay, aside from the fact that everyone sucked, the acting was shit, they're in Hawaii, they're in yellow bathing suits. Like, aside from all of those things that we'll deep dive into, where the fuck was the resolution? What was the finale supposed to be? Finale. Fin- finale. <laughs> so let me get this straight. This is the planned finale. Yes, brother. From it didn't I, strike me I as that. It didn't strike me as that. That was my biggest Thank question you. I had for you. Like I researched the shit out of this and I could not get anyone to like identify if this was like suddenly canceled. Like I couldn't fi- I, I couldn't find out. So I'm picking the studio bird down or something. Yeah, like, like with all the cameras. Cameraman was shot partway through. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, so fucking bad. Like, I was like, it's the worst, the best pilot we've ever watched and the worst series finale we've ever watched. Just complete polar opposites of this. And one of that has to do like one of the things that it really has to come from is the cast. So there's one big new cast member that everyone will pick up and notice. Will they? Because I didn't know it was him. I didn't fucking know it was him, Joe. The opening credits rolled and I read the name. I was like, oh, that's that's funny. Someone else has that name. And then I was like 15 minutes into the episode. Well, the new character, his name is Jason. And guess who it's played by? Jason Momoa. Just so you can't forget your own name, type of deal. Yeah, he's um, Charlie Sheen. I, I put some fun facts about him because everyone knows him as like a big actor now because of Game of Thrones, and he's even said that 
Game of Thrones wasn't a reason why everyone knows him. And I'm like, dude, you're full of shit. Why can't you just say? What do they know him from? They watch Hawaii. He's unrecognizable. So so apparently in 1999, he won Hawaii's model of the year. Okay. I could see it. Once uh, Momoa suggested to a friend that Conan, uh, Conan the Barbarian, which he played, uh, would look more authentic with a broken nose. Almost instantly, his friend punched him in the face, breaking his nose. His character on Stargate Atlantis def- defended Atlantis in the Pegasus galaxy. Now, as Aquaman, he defends Earth City of Atlantis. I haven't watched any of those things that you just named. I've seen Jason Momoa in this, and that is that's it. You haven't seen Aquaman? Nope, I never saw Aquaman. I've never seen Game of Thrones, as we know. I've never seen Conan. Uh, I see. I think he's I, he's a tree I'd like to climb, but I've never seen him in anything. <laughs> <laughs> women love him uh yeah he's a huge dude now like obviously he's a tiny little like a little shrimp in this um in this show but kind of interesting to see jason momoa uh, as a young kid yeah did you notice um him along with all the other men you remember how i commented i was like god it's so 90s to have a hairy chest no one had a speckle of hair on any of their chest like that must be like the 2000s thing to have like a perfectly like shaved or waxed it's like prepubescent look on the beach i picked out a lot of early 2000s reference that i will call out during this thank goodness just because they're so much fun and the lack of puka shell necklaces during this is upsetting disappointing you know what else is disappointing the fucking fact that they took the best kick-ass theme song and they made it some wimpy piano melody i was like what the fuck is this? Like that alone was enough to just set me right off with all the episodes. Yeah. So let's just dive right into the live view. Cause I, I, I think knew, beyond Jason Moore, who I didn't recognize, there was one person I recognized in here who was supposed to be the guy that kind of took Mitch's place as like the quasi leader. Uh, he Sean. used to be in uh, days of our lives back in the day. Couldn't tell you. Uh, I was like, whatever. No one's going to fucking know anyone else. Yeah, no. They all fell off the, no, fucking side of the earth after this who are like the- legit imdb page is just blown up yeah who the fuck the only cool thing was the opening sequence beyond that piano music that was pissing me off but they were doing like some gymnastic moves on like the boat in the opening sequence like there was some like there was some like people holding people in the air as we're driving through the water like they got a little more like athleticism in this like that's kind of it wait are you talking about the baywatch intro yeah why are you skipping so far ahead? No, the intro. No, no, the intro. Yes, the intro doesn't come in until like 10 minutes into the show. I didn't write it there. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> well, anyways, I, I said there. it was awesome. I enjoyed it. It was the best part of the damn episode um, because it still had everything that the original did. It had new music to update with the Hawaiian theme. No, the music was the theme music and a piano melody. That was a piece of shit. They would what? Shit. Yes, they took they took my favorite jam and they made it a piano melody. That's what that theme song was. I don't think you I didn't it. mind it. Yeah, it was a piece of shit. There was some With graphic action. That was nice. And like it was the actual actors doing like deep dives and they were on the jet skis and stuff. That's so what I pretty- mean. Yeah, there was some like more there was more athleticism than just like slow motion, you know, bouncing boobies going on. Like there was a that was a nice part. Oh, there's plenty of bouncing boobies going on. Yeah. <laughs> Some underwater boobage, some above water boobage. Oh, God. Good stuff. Oy. 
our episode begins with Sean, who is supposed to be Mitch Buchanan now, uh, starts by going paddle boarding with his friend, Rob, who has a thick Australian accent. Uh, and he's wearing a billabong shirt. Also, yeah. my first two, early 2000s reference, a oh. billabong shirt. And that with him being Australian is a little too on the nose for me. Yeah. What was the whole obsession with Australia in this? They're like, I'm going to Australia. I'm not going to Australia. There's another Australian guy. Like, is Hawaii close to Australia? So, like, what is the deal? One, I don't have time to give you a geography lesson. <laughs> two, uh, we have Sean's friend, Rob was trying to open up the same kind of Baywatch lifeguard in Australia. Okay. But they was going to make a center where people get trained, just like they do in Baywatch. Fuck that place. That was the whole point. He was going to give them double the money, double the acreage to build like the place and give him like anything he wanted. And it was trying to take Sean away from the position. Like he just finished doing, it seemed, in Hawaii. I don't care. It was so bad. Okay. You don't have to care. That's just the premise of the damn episode. That's, that's on that. The I never even caught on to that. I was too caught up in all their other bullshit. All right. We have uh, Jason and Zach who are training the new recruits. And Zach doesn't sound educated or look educated enough to put on a damn life jacket himself. No, he looked like he was a couple of fries short of a Happy Meal. I did notice that. You know, as we're switching through the decades, because we go through three decades in this, that the vibe's so different. Like when they're going from the 80s into the 90s, you know, there's this whole teamwork and there are relationships and this and that. With this new millennium type thing, everything seems so competition based. Like he's like, everybody into the water. And they're like, I don't know. It was like, it wasn't the same like team spirit vibe. Well, to me, it wasn't a strict like, everyone just did whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Like, Mitch was the first one there, getting everyone's ass in the shape. And in this one, the head guy, Sean, is about to just go paddle boarding, like, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, just very... But that's what I mean. You're you're hitting it on the head. It's like, the generation is just so different. That's another thing, too. I think we enjoyed the original because... <laughs> the pilot, whatever you want to say, because it's so... That 90s, that's how we grew up. You know, you can follow along with a lot of it. Here, it's kind of just like, oh, you know, new generation, no rules. Like, I I, I hated it. Well, and the worst part about it is we skipped over Baywatch's glory days. Yes. The glory days weren't the first two years. Definitely not the last two years or anything. It was like dead smack. In the middle. In the middle or towards the 90s. Because yeah. it was the third season that Pam Anderson joined. Yeah. And then you had Pam Anderson and then Carmen Electra and those were the glory days. Exactly. Yeah. We, we like, I love, I love, love, love the pilot for what it was like. I, I'd be happy with that for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely glossed over it because I don't give a flying fuck about any of these dudes with six packs. Like I don't mm -hmm. hate, like, I hate them all. I don't know any other way to say it. Like I was literally in pain watching. This them. was the most painful part for me. So while Jason and Zach sent these new recruits out to swim to a buoy and back, Zach keeps looking behind Jason and sees this girl walking up that has a cheetah bikini. <laughs> and she twists, looks like twists her ankle and falls over. He runs full speed. And she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And then it looks all of a sudden out of nowhere, like she stepped on a thing of glass and her foot's like gushing blood, apparently like hit an artery. Which I don't even know is in your foot. She's like, I stepped on glass. And to me, it looked like it was 
glass made into a butcher knife that someone had repeatedly stabbed her in the foot with. It wasn't like, oh, I stepped on a little glass on the beach. It's like, first of all, how did you not see a giant? Like, it might as well have been a fucking mirror in her foot. How did she not see it? And like, why did we need that much blood in this episode? I was like, is this the big action sequence we're going to get? And yes, it was. Uh, We have everyone freaking out, which you never do as a first responder. And then they're like, oh, elevator leg. She's losing a lot of blood. The EMTs aren't going to make it for 10 minutes. I'm like, guys, do you know how to do like a little tourniquet and elevate the leg and she'll be fine? It's at the bottom of your foot. She was in so much pain that she actually rips the shorts on the one lifeguard, like rips them like half off. It's like, Mm -hmm. like, and for what? And the camera like stayed on that for like a beat. I was like, that was a well, weird it, moment. It does have something to do with what comes next. Well, anyways, Sean runs over, he paddle boards all the way back in, and he goes to bend over and help him. And someone hits him with a surfboard and knocks him out cold. <laughs> that was the best. One, and then he wakes up with a sling on and an injury to his head. How did he break his arm? I'm like, what the fuck? He got hit in the head. Why, why is his arm in a fight? makes fucking sense in this episode. For, like, so many things are fucked up. With it. it was laugh out loud stupid. I didn't get it. I was like, what the fuck? I have no idea. Like, I don't even know how to answer it because none of it makes sense. Like, why didn't they just wrap his head in, like, a turban and like of gauze and be like, oh, you know, he's got a head injury now. No, he's got a sprained arm and he was unconscious for an hour. Like, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> And this is the next scene is what comes into play with the ripped shorts. Zach goes in and sees Lee naked, who is supposed to be the CJ Parker. Yeah. Because he has to go change his shorts. She ain't no CJ Parker. And the acting, the acting by that woman should make the whole guild shake their head. What was going on? And then he stared. Did you fucking, did you see him stare at her? Like he's for way too long. Naked and doesn't even turn away. He just like stares for such a long time that it made me feel awkward. There was even like a point later on where Zach couldn't even look at Lee because of that. And it was the most legit airtight sexual harassment lawsuit ever. <laughs> yeah. With like the stuff that came out of both of their mouths. Like he's all demure on the beach. He can't look at her, but he had no problem staring at her naked body for what is conservatively 20 minutes. I don't it's know. So fucked up. The whole secondary premise with Sean going to Australia is because Sean loves Lee. They are both our leads. Lee is also in love with a guy named Sam. Who would be it's, in love with that fucking guy? Let's just stop right there. Who is a poor man's Ed Helms with frosted tips and spiky hair. It was the weirdest thing ever when I noticed that they looked alike. It was like a Sam Rockwell on crack. Yes. Okay. Sam Rockwell and Ed Helms had a baby. That would be it. And he was like. a love job. And they were in the. I don't know. I don't. (laughs) At one point, Sean calls him slick. And I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> well, anyway, Sam comes in. He tried to propose to her that morning. Lee kind of shrugged it off. He barges into the Baywatch office, throwing flowers up in the air. And I was like, this is all bad. And then she said yes to marry him. Uh, so Lee says yes. Literally right in front of Sean as Sean's about to ask her out to dinner so they could talk about everything. Because he has this offer 
to go to Australia, but I think he wants to talk to her first and express his feelings and try to, maybe they had, a, it sounds like they had an off again, yeah. on again relationship. I think that they, uh, yeah, they at some point were together, but Sam comes in and what I can only describe as like, he's coming down from like a Coke binge when he comes oh, to yeah. their office. Like, first of all, this is their professional environment. You stroll in and some fucking Hawaiian shirt, hype like the Tasmanian devil and like demand that she marries you. And so after this, Sean decides that he wants to go to Australia because of Lee said yes to marry this dude. So he meets up with his buddy from Australia, tells him the buddy leaves. Sam finds him in the middle of nowhere, like at a food truck. Yeah. And asks him to come to the bachelor party that he's having that night. I guess Sean is like a this- small island, but yeah, everyone was in like weirdly far away, but then always in close proximity when they needed to be. Yeah, so they're on a, one of the smaller islands of Hawaii or Hawaii, Hawaii. Um, as people say it and kept saying it throughout it. <laughs> also, this is the most whitewashed Hawaii fucking show I've ever seen yeah, in my entire life. It's big. Hawaii Five O did like a good job. They like try to put a token like person i guess jason momoa is the only one with a tan on the whole island yeah because he he was like and they had a, like a token female character who said her father is half dead i go how is he half dead and he was played by mr miyagi yeah from the fucking clouds mr miyagi got rolled out yeah <laughs> but let's, let's not let's not get there yet so okay. we have sean gives sam this talk like if you hurt her i'm gonna fucking kill you even though you saved my life once bullshit whatever Cut to the bachelor party. They have the band SR seventy one playing in the background, and I'm dying laughing because they are like prime two thousand one yes. pop punk band. Yes, um, a punk band and a beach bachelor party. Which, by the way, the bachelor party he has has like drinks or d'oeuvres, a band, all these people are attending in one day. In one fucking day, like what? And then they're marrying. They're going to like supposedly marry like. The day after, it, it seems like the whole thing takes place in a fucking weekend. Like, I, I don't even understand yeah. that. Well, the the highlight of that party was we get our first Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt at 21 minutes in. <laughs> um, so that's my second thing. Hashtag new millennium. Sam threatens Zach because Sam now knows that he saw, that Zach saw his now fiance naked. Uh, it says that he killed a man in Colombia and he didn't do anything nearly as bad. Um, and we got a fight. Kikoa, who is our token female, is kind of with this dude, JD. They're engaged, but not really engaged. He tries to take her from this party, like punches a dude out, takes her to the parents' house. And that's where we see Mr. Miyagi come fucking wheeled out from the heavens. Yeah, Um, literally, what a waste of having him do a cameo in this because he came out and like babbled for three seconds. And then, and I don't like, I don't know about you. I didn't give a shit what was going on in their relationship. I like ignored them for the whole episode. Yes. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't even know what Mr. Miyagi was saying. No. no. I couldn't understand it. No. I was like, and they're like, oh, I wrote in my king. What did he say to his daughter? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't I know. It was gibberish. Yeah. How, like there's, I have no idea what these two relate to anything. Like, cause to me, they're having a lot of like, conversations that just are, are nothingness well they're a b couple i take it they're the b couple of the show i would rather have seen jason momoa and the ditzy boy get together than this fucking crow <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> um well our next scene we have another um 
2000s. We have a Baywatch Xterra that rolls up. Yeah. Uh, that John's driving. It's like, yeah, Baywatch Xterra. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, Xterra was like one of the first cars I ever drove in. It was a rental car. So my parents were like, fuck it, drive yes. it. My friend had an Xterra and we used to bomb all over the place in that thing. Lee pulls behind Sean, who gets who like gets out. Like, how does she find him? Like one. Okay. I don't even know where Because they are. the entire island is apparently one block. They're just like, oh, the beach is on the left. <laughs> and then there's like a food truck really on the right. Behind us is the office. And then over there is like where everybody lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Animal Animal Crossing Island. Um, it's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. Um, Lee pulls behind Sean and asks him to come to the wedding. I was like, it's that day? What the fuck is going Everything, on? Like, why is it so quick? She got proposed to that morning. They've already had the bachelor party. And now she's she miraculously has the most giant dress and a veil already available. So, like, might as well just get it all done in a day. So, right after I asked that question, she says, oh, because Sam has a break between assignments. We find out, uh, like, earlier in the show, it's kind of like a one-off line that he's an intelligence officer with the Navy. He's, like, a secret agent or something. Yeah, like, which I believe that dude not believe fucking intelligence. Um, Lee can tell something's wrong with Sean, that he's, like, worked up about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, I'm going to Australia. Like, see you later. Yeah. And this folder flies out of his hand, and all these papers go all over the place. If there's ever a cheesy two people pick up the same piece of paper oh. and become like eye to eye and kiss. That would have been it. Yep. But then I was like, wait, you guys fucking missed a piece of paper. They don't care. Just pollute the beaches of Hawaii. It's the last no, no. place we have left. So let's just kill it. No, it's even worse than this. So she, so she, Sean line says he's going to Australia, not because of her. And she picks up the last piece of paper as she storms off crumples it up and throws it in the car. I'm like, what the fuck? What happens if that was an important piece yeah, of paper? That could have been somebody's medical records on there. That could have been Crazy Girl from the pilot episode. Like, we needed that paperwork. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it would be, oh, man, that would have been crazy if it was her paperwork. Yeah, why didn't they do um, something like that? Like, <laughs> we find out that Jason and Zach want to go to Australia with Sean and be, like, part of his team. Big bro talk with JD and Sean happens next. JD wants Sean to fight for Lee. It's like, I never knew you to give up. You never told me to give up. I was a piece of shit. Oh, wait, 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 Holy shit. I can't believe we didn't talk about this. The car accident? No, the opening, opening scene. We skipped right over it. It's some sort of dream sequence. Oh, fuck that With him and Lee. And why is she in a dress with see-through lingerie in front of two bull haircut kids i don't know it's so weird like i know this part of sean's backstory is that like he had a child that died and he was married but i still have not figured out if lee was like his wife before or something like i don't know but yeah she comes rolling in in this fucking white nighty and with these two kids bouncing on the fucking bed and it's like it's so it's such it's a weird way for that it's, why would you dress like that around your kids Call child services. It, wh- why is that hit? Well, first of all, it's not real. Like that's his um, fantasy. So, like, I don't know. The whole thing is weird. Why? Would yeah, I think the- it's like what he wants is like that life. But he keeps looking to his left, and there he is saying, "You miss your opportunity." Well, the dream sequence happens again right now, and Sean decides that he's going to go for it, and he's going to go try to get Lee. He gets a helicopter ride to the big island. However, he gets stuck in traffic. And let's, these let's, two dudes. Yeah, let's break down that car accident for like a moment. You got this old guy 
and this young kid yelling at each other over no damage. No, I no, can't even see it. No, they didn't know either one breathed on each other's car. And somehow Sean comes over as a lifeguard and says, you need to move these cars during an accident. Like, aren't the police supposed to come and, like, you know, do some paperwork? Like, what are the rules on this? Island? No, police only come if it's over a thousand dollars in damage. What the fuck? Then the <laughs> that's just an FYI for your everyday life. Everyone. The teenager is doing horrific acting and the old dude suffers a fucking heart attack and the teenager because sean yells at him yeah. and he suffers a heart attack he falls to the ground and the teenager is still standing there has not blinked a fucking eye that the man has had a heart attack and he's like not my fault like all nonchalant and then he's like looks annoyed that sean's doing cpr on the man well sean also took a phone out of the back of his pants like it was a gun and like tossed it to the guy. I'm like, why is this your pants? Why is your fucking phone your ass crack guy? Well, this is so early, Joe. Like there were a lot of cell phones then. They probably didn't. But why would you put it in your butt crack? They didn't have, they didn't have belt loops. They didn't have it's called a fucking pocket. Or tuck it in the side. Don't put it in your butt crack. <laughs> he thought he might he mistook it for the the audio recorder that they used to shoot the episode. Like it's his like little mic. That's what I thought it was when he first got out of the car. I'm like, oh, they fucked up. There, there's his yeah, no, there's his receiver. But nope, oh, it is what you think it is. And Sean looks just as annoyed to take his arm out out of the sling and start doing compressions on this guy. And he's like, motherfucker, I'm supposed to be stopping a wedding right now. Oh, I wrote at this moment. I wrote, how did this show fall so far? What went wrong? <laughs> So Sam shows up while Lee has this very 90s wedding dress on. It's fucking huge. fucking wedding dress. First of all, there are four layers of tulle in the veil alone. Okay, usually it's like one elegant cathedral maybe style. No, four layers, puffy sleeves, bows fucking everywhere. And then Sam throws in a white aloha outfit. I was like... Have you ever seen that gypsy show with my big fat gypsy wedding? That's what this was. And Sam visits her in a Tommy Bahama shirt. And I'm like, I bet you this asshole is going to get married in that. Yeah, of course he was. But he goes, he's like, hey, I got to tell you something. She's like, wait, I know. You have to go and duty calls and you're very sorry. And you'll make it up to me when you get home and we'll have an even better wedding. And then you're so sorry. And all of a sudden he hands her a file about her dad. I'm like, I wonder what that shit's all about. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? What did it even, what did they even reveal was in it? What was the secret? Some sort of accident or something. He's like, there's no more secrets between us. Maybe he killed her dad. Oh, this guy. Like a spy. This guy looks like he could barely put together a ham sandwich. How is he going on some fucking emergency <laughs> mission? Like, oh. Well, it ends up that Sean runs across this lawn In right as outfit. Sam pulling away. What was he wearing to this wedding that he thought was appropriate to show up in the lifeguard outfit? He couldn't put on this. Well, he's going to stop the wedding. He oh. wasn't going to well, participate. He could have dressed the part a little. No, he had to hurry up and catch that helicopter. It's the last thing out. And then we cut to the ending of our finale. It cuts to Zach and Jason saying, oh, I guess we're staying. You know, you don't have to convince us to stay too. Everyone gets in a boat and goes for a boat ride. Yeah. And that's the end of Baywatch as we know it. Yeah. You want to know what I wrote at the end? What? I'm going to pretend I never saw that. Going to and I immediately had to go back and like watch a few episodes from season one to like surge life back into me. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. 
Well, Courtney, this isn't the end of Baywatch, though. So tell us what happened. Darn two, and it's not. Thank goodness. So after this fucking hot mess express, they probably look around and they're like, well, we've completely fucked up a franchise that's been going for 11 years. That's like a cultural phenomenon. So we best do something about it. So they do Hawaiian wedding. They watch Hawaiian wedding. They do it in 2003. They watch end of 2001. La-ti-da-ti-di. So during the course of Baywatch, Mitch goes out with Stephanie. She was the girl that sometimes she had like shortish hair. But in season seven, Stephanie dies. She gets struck by lightning. And so the movie. <laughs> Sorry. This is so exactly. Funny. Exactly, my friend. And that ain't the weirdest thing that happens in Baywatch, right? Like, <laughs> so <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> you're going to die for this. I can't even spit it out. Mitch is dating a woman who looks exactly like Stephanie, but her name is Allison. And it's played by Alexandra Paul, who played Stephanie. <laughs> so in the whole premise of the movie, they're all like, man, that girl looks a lot like Stephanie. And then she's like, oh, I just remind you of Stephanie. And like, <laughs> It is the same girl? The same. Actress, they just hired the same actress to play the girl to be like, haha, isn't that funny that she looks just like her with love? <laughs> okay what the fuck ever so then they're like oh we can't they're like i I don't want to sit in casting all day fuck it just throw her on fucking put her in there who gives a shit so but then it it does bring back like a ton of people it brings back pamela anderson carmen electra nicole egger it brings back um billy warlock who was in the beginning there or who played eddie remember like so there's a bunch of them that come back for the movie which is probably because like well, Mitch proposes, obviously, and they're like, oh, Mitch's coming back to the beach. Like, you know, this whole coming home, home, coming home type thing, which is nice. But, like, they're probably like, how did we let Baywatch get to be such a piece of shit? The series finale cannot be the series finale. So they're like, we best do this fucking movie and, like, bring people back so they can remember something fond from it. You know what I mean? Like, I got, like, mm-hmm. 20 minutes into the movie. Like, I'm probably going to finish it at some point. But I was like this is remarkably better than the series finale. So at least they tried to kind of go out on a high note because again, I have no idea if Baywatch was canceled. Like, I don't know why that was the finale that we watched that they all just went on a boat cruise and, and they were nobody that we ever met before. It ends like in such a weird, if they had just cut to black halfway through the episode, I would have been more satisfied. Like, I don't know what's going on. Right? We just ran out of fucking film. That would have been awesome. (laughs) Yeah, like that I can understand. But at least Baywatch Hawaiian Wedding, I feel like is trying to like, maybe like turn back the hands of time or something and like erase that last season. Like, fuck that. That never happened. We never went to Hawaii. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, do you want to also hear about another spinoff that Baywatch had? Yes. Okay. Please. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Baywatch Nights? Baywatch Nights? Yes. No. Was that on Cinemax? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the men that listen to this will get that. <laughs> yeah. It would have been better if that was the premise. But basically, one of the old sergeants from Baywatch, like this is the premise of the spinoff, right? One of the old sergeants from Baywatch opens his own detective agency. And Mitch, like, decides to join it to, like, help support him. And so essentially the show takes on kind of like a police procedural path in kind of a weird way. So here's some season. It goes on for two seasons, right? Here's some season one story. Wait, two seasons? Yes. Yes. Okay. So Is it in the middle of doing the other part of the show? I will get there because. Okay. (laughs) So 
So season one storylines include a roller skating burglar, uh, Mitch posing as a drag queen to find like uh, other drag queens that have been attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then, so then, I don't... Even some alumni joined, but I, I'm I'm sure you can imagine that you know ratings were failing. So like, oh, you know what we're gonna do in season two? How we're we gonna remedy this? We're gonna make it science fiction paranormal investigation, like the X Files. Oh yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. So this that season, season two, you get storylines like investigating a sea monster, half human, half woman, trying to have a baby transporting to a parallel universe like that's the shit you get so (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna post this picture i just found i'm looking at baywatch night's imdb page and there's a picture of david hasselhoff with clown makeup on and in front of him he's holding a bill clinton cardboard cutout what the fuck am i looking at the weirdest part about this show is that weirdest part to me anyway is that this show runs from 95 to 97 so i expected it to be after baywatch ends no no it's right in the middle of the baywatch run so you're (laughs) telling me that mitch buchanan is working the beach all day and then moonlighting as a detective and then like there's just aliens and monsters out there but whatever i gotta get back to the beach in the morning so lots of that like so he's just working 24 hours a day like like, baywatch itself gets pretty melodramatic from what i understand like murderers and sharks natural disasters and you know weird scheming relationships but like this is fucking out there to have this in the middle of baywatch as another series and we're just supposed to believe that mitch got off a shift from the beach and he's like fighting alien crime is fucking insane to me what the why would you do that how did we get here joe how did we get here and this was like almost prime this is almost prime baywatch this is what i don't get it's amazing we're talking 95 97 let's see starts in 89 we're six years into this thing that has to be that has to be the end of Pamela Anderson's run. She's probably still on at that point. Stephanie hasn't died yet. She's a very popular character. You probably have Carmen Electra at that point or Yasmin Bleeth. You know what? I, like, what the fuck is going on? Why would they ever try to just sneak that in on people? To be like, I hey, know. I know you guys are like really digging this right now, but we got something even fucking better. <laughs> I know everything's going great on this show and there's no reason for us to fuck it up. Or do anything along those lines, but me describing Baywatch Nights episodes to you is more entertaining and <laughs> than the actual than fucking episodes. <laughs> so I actually looked up 1999. That's when the other one started, right? Was it 97? 95 to 97. Oh, 95 to 97. Hang on, I'm gonna look up 1997 right now. 1997. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Yasmin Bleeth or Carmen Electra. One you of have them. Pamela Anderson still. See, she's still there because she stayed for quite a while. What the fuck, man? What, like, are they dwindling? To me, cash grab. In '95, when they decide to do this, you have six more years that Baywatch is going to be on. It's not like they're grasping at straws. Like, why would you want to do this spinoff? This has to be one of America's great mysteries. I feel like we need to have our own mystery show. We might have to, to get to the bottom yeah. of what the fuck There's got to be a special episode where we watch this because, like, <laughs> it's, it's so out there. I can deal with cheese. I can deal with, you know, like, ooh, this one's scheming to go out with this one. Or, you know, there was an earthquake today. or what, I can get behind all of that. But to actually go in this direction where now we're, really, we're not 
only fighting crime, but now we're going to fight paranormal crime. Like it's fucking insane to me. I'm beside myself right now. I was so pumped at the first one. You don't know how upset I am. I'm yeah. just generally just defeated by life for shits and giggles. I just did like fun facts about Baywatch Nights. And Angie Harmon was cast after she walked past David Hasselhoff on a plane. Oh god. So that just goes to show you how much they gave a fuck about the casting in this yeah. thing. <laughs> She's like, that lady right there. Like, I want oh, that lady. Angie, you won't be on this show. We already got popularity with Baywatch. You can't be in the red bikini, but you can be on Baywatch nights. <laughs> what a fucking letdown. Fuck the series finale. <laughs> I'm going to pretend the last two seasons of Baywatch never happened. And now that this is over, I'm going to go watch Baywatch and enjoy my life again. I'm still going to wear my Baywatch shirt that you got me for my birthday with pride. <laughs> the match one that I was wearing when I was a little kid. Yep. But I will tell you, I'm not happy about it. And we're lucky that i didn't know about this when i was a little kid because who knows where i'd be now who knows where life would have taken me if i just <laughs> fallen off the rails like this show not here not, living on the street not talking uh, not talking to you nope <laughs> he'd living under a pier somewhere <laughs> he'd be under the pier with a crazy girl from the pilot episode yep we'd be burning shit and burying it together <laughs> just burning notes oh joseph it has been a pleasure to discuss Baywatch with you, though, I have to say we had so, we were gushing in the first episode. I, we're obviously very heated in this episode, but it has really been uh, one of my great joys on this program to discuss Baywatch with you. It has been a pleasure of a lifetime for episode one. Episode two, I'd rather go back to yesterday and ha have my tooth redone. Exactly. <laughs> it has no, nothing against you. It's just how much of dog shit this was. Yeah. My wife bought... Uh, bought me a 90s cooler the throwback coolers from igloo so it's like pink and teal yeah. and white it's fucking pimp yes and i was like if i have that and my shirt nothing can stop me head right down to the beach and forget we ever watched this episode yes i'm gonna have to grow up my hair on my chest but we'll get there <laughs> thanks all for listening follow us spoil everything pod instagram do it Whoa.